Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to the Battlefield Show. I am Scott Gibson, your Commander-in-Chief, guiding you through the Battlefield of Life. You know what you're here for. No more messing about. Stick your tape in. Hit the track. Onwards! How you doing, team? <laughs> this is uh, look at us, eh? Look at us. It, it feels like one of these, you know, American kind of talk show hosts where the guys go crazy at like two o'clock in the morning. The Russians are coming. The Ru- the, the Russians, the, the Chinese. That's what it feels like. Anyway, this is a special little episode. It's Christmas, um, and I thought it, because Christmas falls on a Wednesday middle of the week is when I would have been putting out a podcast I thought hey let's just record one anyway so we're recording a wee special one um, I don't know how long this is going to be but it will come out um, on Christmas day I'm recording this obviously on Christmas Eve and uh, hey you know I hope you're having a good Christmas I, I, I would be concerned part of me hopes you're listening to this because you're going do you know what the big man's put a new episode. I'm going to listen because I, I've listened to all the other episodes so far. I'm a fan of the show. I'm not a fan. Well, here, this is episode 12. I think if you are listening regular, it's safe to say you're a fan of the show. I still don't know what the show is. I still don't know what the show is. But, um, hey, get in touch. Tell me. It's fucking mad rant. No, I mean, but 
thanks for listening uh, episode 12 so yes if you are listening to this I hope you are either a fan or you find yourself in the usual situation at Christmas where you realise that being with your own family is fucking stressful and anxiety is through the roof so you've maybe disappeared into a, a quiet corner of the house um, and you're just letting me speak in your ears for now and all I'm here to say is It'll be over soon. (laughs) Christmas Day is so fucking stressful, man. It's unreal. It's so stressful. And this year, I am... I'm so looking forward to Christmas this year. Um, It's just going to be a nice, relaxed affair. Me and the missus are going to be at home with the animals. We're not going anywhere. We don't need travel to see family. We're just at home and it's going to be the most relaxing, drunken Christmas I think I've ever had. Um, I can't wait, man. I went food shopping the other day. Do you know what? Here, here's one thing that's got me. I was surprised the amount of food that was still in the shops. Now, I don't know if that is either because, I mean, people, it's not as if people are only buying the same amount of food because it's Christmas, you know, you always go crazy at Christmas. But I was, I was amazed, man. I, I generally thought I was going to have to like wrestle for a. So the, Missy's obviously vegetarian. She's having some vegetarian thing, and I thought, no, I, I mean, at Christmas I'm having. You need to have a turkey, man. Do you know what I mean? So I've got a beautiful, beautiful little uh, rolled crown, you know, bit of stuffing, bacon. Oh, it says on the box it feeds six to eight people. They are taking the fucking piss. Has anybody ever bought something and the serving suggestion is actually the amount of people it feeds? Mostly see, well, cakes, like desserts. Has anybody ever actually bought a dessert and it says, like, serves up to 16 and then you cut and you go, oh, it does serve 16. No, it serves, like, four. Whatever the suggested serving amount is, I would say half that straight off the bat if you're a normal person. Half it straight away. And if you're a fat cunt, then fucking half that again. <laughs> That's probably what you're sitting with. So me and the Doug will thoroughly enjoy the turkey and no doubt you will need a wee bit leftover. Because again, with leftovers, there is something amazing about a turkey sandwich. Late at night with a cup of coffee sitting watching a Christmas film or shit telly, you know, when you when you think that you can't eat anymore, suddenly a turkey sandwich comes out with an, an illegal amount of butter on it. But that's what Christmas is, man. It's the one day, and it's not even a day now, it's, it's the time of year when you get to go fucking crazy. You, you can worry about your weight and your health in January, but just let yourself go. But I was amazed at the amount of food that was still... Um, still left in, in the shops in the supermarket I thought it was going to be a mad dash to try and get stuff so also at the same time I'm thinking they're going to have a fucking hell of a lot of waste I wonder what the supermarket I mean there's, there's no way the supermarkets are are giving out all the good stock at Christmas that's, I mean that's not happening there must be some amount of I'd love to know the amount of turkeys that are that are slaughtered for Christmas 
and then just end up in a landfill or a bin. It must be an insane amount. Because there's no, I mean, you, you, you go to any supermarket, right? Even in, in the street that I live, I've got two supermarkets, right? And it's not a fucking big street. I mean, walking distance, both of them. And there's frozen turkeys, fresh, it's just fucking wall-to-wall Christmas food. There's no way all that's getting shifted. I wonder what happens to other turkeys. I wonder if there's like a mass turkey fucking graveyard somewhere. Like some fucking war criminal. The bald fucking, is it Bernard Matthews just fucking launching dead turkeys in? But they're dead, so they're no, they're no goblin. Big man. Come on, you fuck. Anyway, go to Christmas dinner. Fridge is packed to the point where there's something satisfying about a packed fridge. The, the, the problem with having a packed fridge is twofold. Once you fucking batter everything in, it's like a game of Jenga. You know, you're then trying to think about not what you want to eat, but what you can eat. It's not going to fucking disturb the harmony of the fucking fridge setup. You know what I mean? And the other thing is, a lot of the time when you bring all the food home and you pack it into the fridge, you can't be fucked making it. You know, because that's been a shift in itself to get all that in the house. You're like, let's just get a delivery. <laughs> we just spent £200 in fucking food and drink. I know, but I can't be... F- can you be bored cooking? No, no, never can I. Get me a carbonara for Giuliano's and that fucking mad bread it comes with. So I the fridge was is packed, man, um, to the point where I actually panicked and thought the fridge was broke because when I was opened the door to have a look at uh, our handiwork, the light, I couldn't see the light. And I thought, you're fucking joking me, man. This is just my luck. The fridge is fucked come Christmas. But I actually, we'd put so much stuff in it, it was just, blo- it was just blocking the light in the fucking fridge. But it's, there's something... Is it primeval? Is that the word I'm looking for? I don't know. There must have been something in our DNA, like hunter-gatherer. You know what I mean? Bad weather coming in and the fucking caveman. No, the caveman. Caveman sent out. You know, fucking right. Come on. But you after him? A deer, a bit of venison, eh? Fucking posh, posh bird. You know, wrestle a few deer, fucking uppercut, elbow, judo chop, done. <laughs> Got the bastard, you know. Um, I don't know if I could live in the wild, but I've been watching Alaskan bush people, and I, I now realise when you kill an animal, you need to fucking gut the cunt straight away, get its bits out. Otherwise, the meat can spoil. There you go, huh? So if you find yourself out in the the tundra, and you come across a fucking Scottish beaver or venison. Once you've fucking done a few combination punches to the chops and the old deer goes down, you need you need got the cunt man. Well, um, what I was watching one of the episodes where see Alaskan bush people. It's a family that live out in the wilderness of Alaska. They're a wee bit kind of gypsy hillbilly, right? Um, and there's questions about whether they actually live there because we made the mistake of looking at stuff online and they're out in LA and one's an alkane drug problem and the daughter's getting pumped and all sorts of chaos, but. One of the episodes, kills a deer, right? Guts it, and then kind of... So if you imagine doing the stomach, doing the cavity, right, where they've taken all the, the guts out so the meat doesn't spoil, he makes, like, two incisions through the... I imagine the stomach, 
and then tucks the legs through the, the 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 slats that he's made, right? If you can imagine that. Almost to make like two straps and then carries the fucking deer like a backpack back to back to camp. Fucking these gypsies, man. Honestly, God. So, um, what was I saying? I th- th- imagine there must be something primeval about, you know, having a full fridge or having food in for the winter, knowing that you're fucking, you can camp in. Um, I mean, obviously, it's not as hard as it was in the old days. I'm not going out with a fucking bit of wood and a nail in the end of it. I'm going to Marks and Spencer's and Lidl. Um, because I like to shop at either end of the spectrum. <laughs> Even with it, so I'm getting I'm getting some fancy stuff from Alps and Spencers now. I mean, and the stuff's going through, and then the woman says, "Is that you's done now with the shot?" I went, "No, I need to go to Lidl." She's like, "Lidl?" I went, "You work Marks and Spencers, hen? Right? You're no you're no Mark or Spencer, okay? You're on the till. Don't fucking judge me." Right, I've just fucking done a hundred quid in marks for some parsnips and a turkey. So, rein it in, hen. I'm off to Lidl at the rest days. I don't know why people still pretend they don't fucking shop in Lidl or Aldi. There's nothing wrong with it. It's fucking good gear. Right? Good Prosecco, man. £7 a bottle for the fucking good stuff and it's delicious. So delicious that we've already tanned all the Christmas Prosecco. So, fucking, we're going to have to go back out again and restock that. But yes... Food's in. Uh, we're ready to go for the big day. And I know you will be listening to this on the day. Um, but I hope you have a good Christmas, man. I hope you have, I hope you have a great Christmas. It's the end, coming to the end of the year, end of the decade. A lot of people have been putting stuff out, you know, going, Oh my God, if you told me in 2010 that I'd be sitting here with six wains, divorced four times and having a mortgage, I'd never believe you. Ten years is a long time, kids, Right? Don't fucking stress yourself out by looking back over a decade, man. A lot's happened in 10 years, you know? 2010, I started comedy. I mean, it fucking feels like a lifetime ago. If I'm being honest with you, this has probably been the best and worst decade of my life. Some amazing stuff has happened and some fucking horrendous stuff has happened to me in 10 years. But I'm telling you now, we are coming out the other end of it. 2019 going to 2020 and I'm feeling good man I think next year is going to be a fucking great year I've got some amazing stuff planned and for a long time I used to put a lot of stuff off I still I still do it man I'm, I'm, I feel as if I'm eventually getting over that last fucking bit that's holding me back whatever it is man I've managed just to shake it off and free myself from the shackles of depression 2020 is going to be a big year. I've got some stuff in my head. I've got some stuff planned. I've got some stuff in the pipeline. And we're going to push on because I can tell you one thing, and I'm not going to go fucking deep here and all sentimental and, you know, give it all fucking emotional memes. But I'm telling you right now, for somebody who has gone through fucking hell in the last 10 years, man, you will get nothing in life no one will give you anything. No one is here to help you. No one is here to look after you. You fucking need to do it for yourself. And that is not saying that you are horrible to people or you turn your back on people or you deny help if it is offered. But what I'm saying is you cannot sit back and wait for shit to happen. 
One thing that's came up in this decade is fucking assholes like the Kardashians. People who are now possibly billionaires with absolutely zero talent whatsoever. And there will be someone listening to this or watching it going, she is one of the best businesswomen that I've ever... I am telling you right now, people like the Kardashians, reality TV is one of the reasons why we as a fucking group of people are so fucked. Because there are kids now, young people, even people my age, who think the world owes them something, and the world owes you nothing. It owes you nothing. You have got to go out there and make something happen for you. And I'm realising that now, and, I, and I'm believing it now, because I, I would think that, you know, I've got a manager, I've got an agent, I've got people who uh, have my interests at heart, and uh, but none of that matters because you have got to make it happen. In 2020, some fucking big stuff. Plans for the podcast, there's going to be some more things happening with the podcast. Um, there's going to be there's going to be a Patreon going up, there's going to be extra content, I'm going to be doing interviews that are going to be going on there. Um, we're going to keep on with the new material nights, we've got some changes for that. I've got a tour planned for the second half of the year that I'm going to be doing with someone else, which I'll tell you about later. I have got a massive gig planned in Glasgow. It's going to be the biggest gig that I've ever done uh, in my career. And all the news on that is coming in 2020. And I'm, you know, I was going to say I'm hopefully, I, I am. I'm going, to, I'm going to do another piece of work that's different from anything I've ever done before. But there's a whole load of stuff coming out. There's some things happening right at the start of the year in January. We're going to be filming a few things. Um, and that will be coming out... Um, I'm going to put that in on my YouTube channel. So yeah, man, just fucking get get involved. I know I know a lot of you do. I know a lot of you listening. You get in touch, and it generally it means a lot to me. So thanks to everybody who listened. But 2020 is going to be a big year. And if you're sitting there and you've got an idea for something, fucking do it, man. Do it. Just do it. I, I went to see uh, a play with the missus um, maybe two weeks ago now, and it's just a, a it's a girl she knows. In fact, I think she works with her. Um, she had written a play, she had got a friend of hers to direct it, a one-woman play, and she put it on at the Storytelling Centre in Edinburgh. And th- there was no more than that behind it. You know, this this isn't people then going, I'm going to do a 40-day tour of Scotland, or I'm going it's, it's just, the, this was an idea she had, something she wanted to do, she did it, put it together, she made it, and she put it out. And it was brilliant, it was, it was great, it was a great, great play, uh, the, the last it wrote it and starred in it was, was wonderful it was a great night out and even that alone taking little things for that for, for all the ideas that I have and the stuff I want to do and I keep holding back and this year man this is going to be the year we do it so if you've got an idea for something if you want to start something people have got in touch with me before about comedy they don't want to start stand up you know if, if there's something you really want to do fucking 2020 man this is the year right the world is on fire Koala bears are crawling out the fucking suit, screaming. There's no, there's no time like the present. You know, stop putting everything off. This is the year to do it, man. We need to start thinking more about our own lives and being happy. You know, a lot of people I've known have been battling with mental health. I've been fucking struggling. You know, the second half of this decade. And you've got to just keep moving forward, man. And if there's something you want to do, you do it. Doesn't need a big thing. It could be a big thing. You know, it could be fucking huge. It could be, a, it could be massive. 
but just fucking do it, man. So thanks for listening, and you know if you've uh, if you've if you've enjoyed this, you enjoy your answer, you want to hear me talk about some stuff, get in touch um, and and share this, people, and let's let's try and grow this the numbers. But aye, huge thank you to everyone who's listened so far. Go to the website scottgibsoncomedy.co.uk. You know that by now. And follow the social medias and fucking get in touch. One thing I wanted to to talk about. Um, if I can get this up here. Right, one thing I want to talk about. Uh, every now and again, I'll see things on... It's usually Instagram, right? Instagram's the only kind of social media platform that I kind of regularly look at. I'm not I'm not a fan of Facebook. Um, I have a, a page, like a fan page, you want to call that, or, or my comedy page, where I'll post a lot of stuff up there. But like my own personal Facebook page, I, I don't think I've posted on it for maybe over a year, I just, I, I don't, I'm not a fan of Facebook, um, Twitter is, if you're looking for a fight, Twitter's where you go, right, everybody will have a, you think about social media like pubs, right, so you'll have a pub where you could take the family, uh, there'll be nice people there, um, you know, a bit of fun conversation, uh, some nice things to look at, interesting stuff to try, that's Instagram, right, and then you'll have a pub that's like a kind of Wetherspoons, you know, uh, it does the job, um, it's no particularly fancy, there's a lot of people in there who you don't necessarily want to socialise anymore with, but you knew them from your school days, uh, and people who you've maybe got loose connections with, that's Facebook, right, and then you've got Twitter, and Twitter is like a fucking, a dive bar, right, or a fucking horrific Rangers Celtic pub, in the wrong side of town, right? Where you go in and nothing's said, but you're just attacked from the minute you walk out the door, you get a fucking pint of piss, you know, somebody could be lying, getting stabbed in the corner. It's chaos, right? And that's Twitter. So I I don't tend to interact on Twitter very much. I don't tend to, to do much on it. But one thing I do like is Instagram because you just look at pictures and fucking move on with your life. But one thing I saw was this I don't know if these are I don't know if these are real right this is the problem I don't know I don't know if it's real or if it's just made up to start conversation or clickbait to get you out but it's something called an infinity duvet right now it says here you will never have to fight with your partner over the covers again first of all do people do people really fight over covers is that is that still a thing or is this no something that was made up like in the 60s like Oh, she's taking the covers again. Bloody hell. Pip, pip. I've never had a fight of covers in my fucking life. Now, I don't know if that's because I tend to tuck a side in and I'm 22 stone, so you're no shifting covers off that. Or is it just... Is this just one of these things that was made up? Oh, couples fight over... She's too hot and he's too cold and he's too cold and she's too hot. Is this, does this happen? Do you fight over covers? The easiest way... If you're in bed and you're too warm, you stick one leg out, one leg, 
over the duvet. That fucking regulates your temp. Everybody knows that. Do they know? Everybody knows if you're in bed and you're too hot, one leg over the duvet fucking regulates your body temperature. Anyway, so this thing's called an infinity duvet. And here's another tip for you, right? Fucking for your Uncle Scott. See whatever bed you have got. So if you've got a single bed, right? For example, you're a you're a sad you're a sad wee single sausage. Okay? 42 years of age. You're you're at home and you're wee single bed. You know, that's how you're happy, you know. You go to a bridge club on a Tuesday and you've got your, your season ticket. And you go away every every second weekend with the boys, you know, and life's good. I don't need a woman, eh? Oh no. You got a wee single bed, or you got a double bed, or you got a king size bed, go up one duvet size. Right? So if you've got a single bed, stick a double duvet on it. If you've got a double duvet, stick a king size on it. If you've got a king size, stick a fucking a giant one on it, right? And in that way, extra duvet. When the two is getting to bed, fucking they fighting. You know? Fucking extra duvet. Anyway, this one's called the Infinity Duvet, right? Now, I, I can only imagine this will end badly. It is effectively a, a duvet, right? A bed. So you've got bottom of the bed, like a divan, right? Mattress, cunch on top duvet you know how bed works now the duvet feeds underneath the bed and it's on a kind of roller system like you know when you go to the toilet and you've got those fucking like the towels that you pull right and you fucking right and you keep and it just keeps rolling around that's what we're talking about right an infinity duvet so if you pull the covers like that it just keeps rolling around the bed and you just keep fucking pulling covers now all that's going to happen is you're going to be lying in your bed. This is a Chinese company, by the way. So, you know, fucking better watch than all that. So you're lying in your bed, right? You start tugging back and forth. Even if you're just having a wee carry on. I just I play a boot, right? You and the missus are playing a boot, fucking tugging the covers. All of a sudden, the fucking Chinese deathbed kicks in and it just starts, it pulls it from both sides. You know? Cunts trapped in their beds. Or because they're having a wee fucking mess about with the duvet. There, there are there are th- there are incredible people in the world. Don't get me wrong, incredible people, minds, unbelievable mindset, right? The things they can invent, the things they can come up with, incredible. But there are also things that don't need a scientific involvement, and that is a duvet. It's it just it doesn't need it. You know, nobody's been sitting at home going, if only there was some kind of death roller system that would pull us in tight and wrap us up like Christmas paper. It's no needed. Okay, gents, it's no needed. I don't think the infinity bed's going to catch on. I'd just be, I'd be fucking terrified in case it started sucking me in. (sighs) Infinity bed. I mean, what a fucking name as well. Infinity bed! That sounds like something that a virgin's got, and that's, that's nasty, man. That's nasty. But you know what I mean? Some fucking weird wee guy, because it's guys, man, right? When it's wee geeky women, they're, they're no weird, they're just kind of harmless, but when it's guys, you're like, because you, there's, 
they could kill cunts, right? That's what's in your mind. Yeah, I'll just say it, right? If it's a wee geeky woman, you're like, she's harmless, no bother. But a wee geeky guy, you're going, there's question marks here, right? He's fucking got a, a suit jacket made of nipples. That's what we're all thinking, right? And this sounds like it's marketed to people like that. The Marvel Universe. These fucking douchebags. Grown men dressing up as fucking Captain America or Iron Man. Standing outside Cineworld at 2 in the morning. Because they want to see the Avengers fucking Death of Ultron. Or whatever the fuck it was called. Just imagine them going in like, I don't want a new bed, Mum. I'm 36 years of age. I don't need a new bed. Listen, I think you should take a look at this one. What is it called? The Infinity Bed. Infinity Bed! <laughs> Does it come in a single? <laughs> right. One thing, but that I did think was good is... Uh, University of Wisconsin-Madison uh, in America, right, um, are constructing a smart toilet that can help to detect illness even before you have symptoms, right? So this thing has got um, a, a, a special flush system, right, that I don't know if it scans or if it filters or it does something to your pee, right, in your poo, right? So you, you go in there, you fucking... Fire out a heavy Christmas-based turkey mashed potato parsnip jobby. And the toilet fucking, you know, gets the YouTube look going. <laughs> sifts it through. Fucking Gina McKee's that stuff. And then, oh, cancer, right? So it, t- it detects in your pee and your urine. And fucking, and then it sends a message to your doctor, right? Or your smartwatch. And it's like fucking... Mate, you've got rabies, right? And then you can't enjoy the rest of your fucking dinner because <laughs> you'd have quite you'd have quite scared to go for that shit. <laughs> That's the thing, because men men will know. Everyone knows when they're no well, right? Everyone knows when they're no well. So you will you will postpone putting things off because you're worried that. You're gonna be told something horrible, right? So a lot, a lot of guys just go like, "I'll go, I'll, I if it's no cleared up in two months, I'll go to the doctor then, right?" And he's dead a week later, right? The doctor, if only he had came in, we could have, we could have said it's that doctor. He said two months, sorry. <laughs> but if you, if you knew you were ill, and you've got a fucking special toilet that's gonna grass you in, you know. Sending an email off to the fucking GP going, Hey, his fucking prostate's collapsed. <laughs> what is it, day, man? What is it? Scan your arsehole? Take a picture of your arsehole? Send it to your doctor? <laughs> this is just going to be used for some fucking CD sex thing. It's just going to be in Pornhub. That's cunts in universities designing toilets that could probably detect colon, bowel cancer, anything else. And there's somebody like, yeah, there'll be somebody sitting going, here, order one of them. We'll get someone to take a shite. We'll film it. Fucking stick it on Pornhub. <laughs> this, they need, do you know what? They need to get all the scientists together in the world. And they all just need to agree people don't deserve to be saved. Right? That's what we all need to agree. Right? We need to agree that people are fucking assholes. 
and not everyone deserves to be saved. Let us go. You'd be scared to. <laughs> you'd be scared to. You'd be scared to go to the toilet. Here's another thing. I know I have been known on occasion. Um, if the cat fucking decides to drop one off, it looks like a builder's snuck in and shot in his litter box. There'll be a quick evac fucking down the pan, and off it goes. What if I was to fling a cash out down? <laughs> fling a cash out down my fancy fucking cancer toilet. Sends an email off to the GP going, Oh my God! He's got foot and mouth. <laughs> He's got feline flu. Mr. Gibson, you need to come in straight away. I was a cash out doctor. Oh no, no, get in here for tests. There's a finger gun to your bum. Again, another good idea. But I imagine there would be some some concerns over the cancer toilet. I mean, maybe obviously don't call it a cancer toilet. It's called a smart toilet. They've got the ones in Japan, haven't they? With the wee tube that comes out and fucking douches your arsehole. Dries it. Fucking paints it a different colour. <laughs> Puts lipstick on your arsehole. Oh... So, um, just a wee short one, just to say uh, thanks really for for listening and thanks for coming out to all the shows um, this year and across the decade, man. Like I said, it, it actually didn't really hit me until I, I sat down here and started kind of talking that, uh, just, well, under 10 years ago that I started, nine years ago I started doing comedy. 10th of November 2010 was my first ever gig. So, next year, 2020, will be my 10-year anniversary of my very first ever gig. And I'll be doing something very special for it. So, um, keep an eye out for that. Um, yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't really know what to say, so we'll, we'll just wrap this one up. Like I said, it's just a nice wee short one, just to kind of keep things sticking over. And I will be back uh, next week with another podcast. Um but honestly, from the bottom of my heart, thank you to everyone who's listened. Thank you to everybody who has has came out um, and saw me over the years. Um, aye, it's been good, man. It's been good. And next year, let us say, is, next year's going to be a good year, man. A lot planned. So if you if you enjoy the show, if you're a fan of the podcast, please do subscribe uh, and do me a favour. Subscribe on iTunes and subscribe on SoundCloud. If you can leave us a wee review, that would be amazing. It helped me move up the charts and maybe get the podcast seen by a few more people. Um, if you enjoy it, share it with friends, share it with family. Let's try and build the numbers. Follow us on the social medias, Facebook, Scott Gibson Comedy. Instagram and Twitter is at Big Scott Gibson. Join the mailing list. Um, I will be touring the show White Noise um, for the first half of the year. And the new tour dates for 2020 will be going up on the website um, just after Christmas. So make sure you check them out. Um, and then there's some exciting stuff coming as well. And March the 7th, I'm in Glasgow at the Classic Grand. And I will be running out a brand new show um, for 2020. So come along to that. Tickets for that are on the website as well. Um, there's a few left. So if you go to scottgibsoncomedy.co.uk, follow the links to the tickets 
and come along and see the brand new show on March the 7th at the Classic Grand. Thanks to everybody who's bought tickets for that already. Um, I hope you are listening to this and I hope you're having a great Christmas. I hope Santa brought you everything that you wanted and more. And yeah, thanks for listening. I'll see you in the battlefield soon, team. Onwards. See you later, team. When we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and three hundred and sixty-five day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.